0: Welcome back, mining community, to the Dig Deep the Mining Podcast. And today's guest is Mitch Van der Wright, who's the CEO of North Gold AB, A B, are a Swedish listed gold exploration and development company with resource stage projects in Finland. Uh, Mitch has a background in geotech engineering and metals and mining research um, and has stepped into the CEO role uh, recently and is here to tell us more about um, North Gold A B. Um, and what it's like mining in Finland. So that's welcome, Mitch, to the podcast. How you doing, Mitch?
1: Very good, Rob. Thanks for having me. Very nice to be here.
0: No, and I appreciate your time. It's uh, as the time of this recording is just um, just before the Easter break. Um, and obviously, we were just speaking off air, and um, you're spending your Easter um, in Sweden uh, and not back in Canada. So, yeah, appreciate your time in uh, conducting this. So... As we always start this podcast off, I just wonder if you can give the audience um, a little bit about background about yourself, about your career um, before we talk about North Gold.
1: Absolutely, Rob. I started my professional career back in two thousand and eight at uh, an engineering firm called Golder Associates as a civil geotech mining engineer. Um, you know, it, my experience at Golder gave me exposure to a lot of mining projects. You know, I got to travel around Canada. Um, you know, did a lot of mine construction, mine design, technical reports, uh, that sort of uh, area. Uh, focused a lot on tailings, waste rock, pit slopes. Um, I also went on to do a lot of mine permitting, a little bit of permit litigation uh, in the U.S. Uh, and then, you know, after my 10-year engineering career, uh, I went to a, a top independent investment bank in Toronto as a research analyst. And I covered uh, uranium, battery metals, as well as precious metals. And uh, yeah, I hold a, a Bachelor of Engineering from Western University in Canada and an MBA from Schulich uh, School of Business at York University in Canada. And absolutely, and I joined North Gold back in July, so nearly nine months ago now uh, as CEO. Started over in Toronto and been over in Europe now in Sweden and Finland uh, for nearly, nearly two months. Right. So uh,
0: just wondering how, how, you've been going over obviously the last 10 months as the CEO, um, how how you made that transition. Um, and also I wonder if you can
1: just tell us a little bit about North Gold. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, I started with the technical background and you know, then I got a little closer to the financial side of mining uh, as a research analyst at an investment bank. And uh, it had all, always been in the cards for me to, to move on to corporate leadership uh, at junior mining companies or otherwise. And this opportunity uh, came to me uh, you know, through a recruiting agency, uh, through the founding shareholders of North Gold, uh, which are you know two solid groups, uh, Starboard Global uh, Limited and International Private Equity Group and Magnus Minerals, uh, which is a Finnish uh, project generator and geo consultant. And, uh, you know, these companies are involved with numerous joint ventures uh, and listings. Uh, you know, they have uh, solid teams behind them. And, uh, you know, I, I reviewed the projects that, that were in North Gold, uh, that is the Kamala Trend Projects and the Kopsa Project, which are in central Finland, uh, middle Ostrobothnia, which is, you know, much lesser explored part of the, part of the country compared to, let's say, northern Finland uh, in Lapland, where you have, of course, Agniko like Eagle's uh, Kitala Mine and where, you know, Rupert Resources made a big discovery of uh, their Igri uh, deposit. Um, so. so I, So yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, Finland's a a top jurisdiction, consistently ranked the top jurisdiction by the Fraser Institute. And um, the middle Ostrobothnia, part of central Finland uh, is quite underexplored. Uh, The surface has just been scratched. You know, we already have a few advanced uh, deposits uh, and we think there's lots more to find.
0: Um, Obviously, you just recently IPO'd um, and obviously raised a significant amount of money. How do you sort of plan to spend those funds, um, and how would they uh, fund, obviously, the the company moving forward?
1: Right. Yeah, we raised just under four million euros. We came just shy uh, of, of our targeted uh, size of our IPO transaction. I think we got ninety over ninety one percent of you know what we were looking for, which we were pleased with. Um, and, and the goal is to spend you know roughly roughly half of that. Uh, or, or just short, just shy of half of that, uh, directly into the ground as as core drilling, and then the other half will be split between early stage work, uh, you know, including IP surveys and you know base of tail sampling and you know rock chip samples and that sort of thing, uh, and then a, a little bit of uh, overhead, of course, also. But the goal would be to put uh, half of it in the ground as core drilling, uh, you know, grow our resources, uh, hopefully make new discoveries. Which we think is the best way to to get share price appreciation for an exploration development company like North Gold. One of the, obviously, you can
0: tell us a little bit about the team behind uh, North Gold. Um, And do you sort of plan to make any hires in the near term?
1: Sure thing, Rob. As I mentioned, uh, the two founding shareholder groups are Magnus Minerals um, and Starboard Global Limited. You know, Magnus Minerals, uh, they've appointed. A board member, which is uh, Henrik Lofberg, um, and he, you know, he's involved with with numerous other uh, mining ventures with Magnus Minerals. And then uh, on the Starboard Global front, uh, our, their appointed board member is Roberto Garcia Martinez, he's the CEO of Eurobattery Minerals AB, which is al- also trades in Finland and also has a project in Finland. And uh, our third board member is Timo Mackey, he is an expert geologist with um, you know, decades of experience working in middle Ostrobothnia specifically. He was credited with a major discovery at the Piasami mine, uh, which is not too far from Northgold's projects. And our chairman is a well-connected Swedish businessman and former CEO of a company, Train Alliance that's listed up there in Sweden. So we have a, a good breadth of, of experience and a diverse uh, team and board behind uh, North Gold. Um, obviously, many mineral
0: exploration and development companies aspire to sell, obviously, and um, do venture their projects um, to obviously a production company, um, obviously further down further down the project lifecycle. Um, Why does North Gold differ in aspiring to advance its projects uh, to production? Basically on its own. So, what? Why are you looking to turn uh, an exploration company into a production company, a fully production company?
1: Yeah, great question, Rob. You know, it's, a, a lot of companies do talk about uh, junior mining companies. A lot of them do talk about uh, the goal of, of selling their projects, and you know that's obviously on our radar too. Uh, however, you know, we think the the best way to sell a project is to have a plan in place to advance it to, through development through to production. You know, if if you're talking about selling your project, you know, you become in a position where where you could be beholden uh, to the larger companies, um, and you know, we just we want would want to avoid that situation. But obviously, uh, you know, a junior mining company uh, financing, <coughs> uh, capex, and things like that can be challenging. Uh, but you know, as our valuation grows, you know that that becomes somewhat easier. But we will certainly. Uh, be looking to, looking at joint ventures and opportunities to sell the company uh, as we advance. Uh, we just don't talk about it too much. Yeah.
0: Uh, obviously, you've um, recently uh, joined as the CEO. What sort of challenges have you faced in, in the role um, since, obviously, you started with the company?
1: Um, and some of those challenges, how, how did you overcome some of those challenges? Challenges? Well, you know, it's a new jurisdiction for me. I, I moved from Canada over to Europe, but, you know, culturally, Sweden and Finland is not so different. Um, you know, they're, they're both countries speak a lot of English. Um, you know, when you get up into to central Finland, uh, you know, there, n- not everyone speaks English. So that is a, a little bit challenging for me. Uh, but we are growing our, our team here in Finland, our field team, uh, bilingual team. Um, and, and, you know, that's been really helpful. We're onboarding uh, geologists. Largely through uh, consultancies at this point, you know we try to keep a lean team um, to minimize our G&A costs. Um, so yeah, we have a, a project geologist, uh, you know, <clears throat> and our board member T- Timo Mackey is involved. Um, one of our shareholders, uh, Aurora Exploration, is involved as a consultant, and uh, yeah, they help bridge that gap. Um, other challenges, you know, the IPO was out of time. You know, we completed the IPO. You know, it's February, March, um, you know, when the war in Ukraine was was uh, occurring, and you know that made it a little bit of a, a challenging environment to raise capital. Uh, there was, there had been lots of money pouring out of the European markets., uh, the IPOs had not been doing very well at the time. Uh, but you know that was offset by the gold price, which uh, which uh, of course had been rising. So you know we got it over the line. Uh, like I said, we we raised just shy of what our target was. But you know once the stock started trading and that IPO risk came off, uh, we saw investors pile into the stock and we've really uh, diversified our shareholder base uh, since, um, you know we IPO at 11.6 kron per share uh, you know in, in the, the weeks uh, that followed followed the IPO, it rose up to the 70 80 crone uh, per share market and now it's fallen off a little bit uh, to the 35 40. Uh, Chromes per share mark where it is now. Um, and you know the gold price continues to to be strong. Um, and you know now that the IPO has concluded, uh, you know the 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 war in in ukraine and and those that unfortunate war in Ukraine is having less of an impact on us uh, now that we're uh, you know legit trade legitimate trading, uh, gold exploration and development stock.
0: How do you think investors should value those gold stocks?
1: We're an exploration and development company. Uh, pr- primarily, we're, I'd say we're an advanced uh, stage explorer, or, or in other, other words, resource stage explorer. Uh, we have 725,000 ounces of Gold equivalent resources. Uh, it's most, mostly Gold, a little bit of Copper. Uh, most of that's in the measured and indicated category, fairly densely drilled. Uh, those are split across uh, three deposits, uh, most of it is our flagship Copsa project, which is just over half a million ounce gold equivalent, uh, just under half a million ounce gold, only excluding the copper. And you know these these resource stage explorers, you know they tend to tend to trade uh, in terms of their enterprise value per ounce. Um, and you know I think where we're trading now, we're somewhere around uh, fifty euros per ounce gold equivalent. Uh, I think the explorer peer average is up you know, around uh, €70 per ounce gold equivalent. And if you look at the developer average, uh, you know, it's up around €150 per ounce gold equivalent. And, you know, we we consider ourselves still a a resource stage or an advanced stage exploration company. We are fairly near development. Um, You know, back in 2013 and before that, there had been feasibility studies and PEAs completed uh, for our flagship Copsa project. And we want to revisit those uh, in the coming years. But this first year and a half, we're focused on uh, drilling, exploration and growing our resources. And you know we're fairly unique, and you know, we're, we're diversified across we're not only a resource-stage advanced Explorer, we're, we also do some early-stage work. You know our Kamala Trend project, which is our secondary project, you know we have some dozen drilled and undrilled prospects. Uh, that require follow-up drilling uh, based on encouraging uh, geophysics, bottom of till sampling, as well as some um, initial drill holes that interest. You know, several intercepts over one gram per ton that require follow-up, and we don't even think we get any value in the market for that. So you know, we consider ourselves an advanced stage explorer, but we have uh, a kicker of early stage exploration upside. You know, and those early stage explorer companies are they're tougher to to evaluate, uh, tougher to value, because uh, you don't have resources in the ground. You're relying on things like uh, single drill intercepts or a few drill intercepts and encouraging geophysical anomalies and things like that. Uh, but of course, the upside can be huge uh, with those. And um, yeah, and yeah, we think it's uh, offers North Gold uh, particular upside, whereas. You know, the the resource stage advanced explorers tend to trade in, in a, a, a range of enterprise value per ounce, whereas if we spend, let's say, we're aiming for roughly twenty percent of our core drilling to go to these earlier stage prospects, uh, which you know have have that blue sky potential upside. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I guess we we consider ourselves advanced stage, uh, valued in terms of enterprise value per ounce. But we have a near development stage flagship project uh, with a kicker of early stage uh, big upside
0: so what uh, for those that are listening from obviously all around the world who may not be necessarily familiar with um, mining in i suppose that that region and scandinavian region what makes Finland sort of attractive for mining and gold mining um, I suppose out of all the Scandinavian countries, Finland is probably the, the predominant um, country for mining. What's it like in terms of obviously regulations, um, communities, how, how they feel about mining in, in in the area and in within the country? Um just wanted to just give us an overview of obviously the country and its mining regulations um, and its attitude
1: towards mining. Absolutely. As I mentioned, uh, Finland is you know a top ranked jurisdiction, according to the Fraser Institute. Only Canada and Australia really are, are ranked higher. Um, those jurisdictions are broken down typically by province, but in terms of country, you know Finland's ranked you know, number three. And you know that ranking system is based on um, you know it's based based on the geology, so the potential for for mineral discoveries, but also the perception of regulations. Policy perception, that sort of thing, and things like labor and infrastructure. Um, And yeah, we think Finland's a great place to do business. Uh, An interesting thing about Finland is they only opened up their doors to foreign companies in 1996. So prior to that, it was only really government funded uh, exploration, mining and exploration activities. And, you know, things didn't really pick up until uh, the last decade or so when you saw companies like you know Agnico Eagle and First Quantum Minerals and others move in here and make large investments and yeah yeah and and you know permitting is is um possible like we've seen Agnico Eagle uh, permit and, and developed the uh, Kitsila mine um, you know there's a strong strong regulations in place that that that'll allow that to move forward uh you know a strong rule of law here uh, it's not like in you know, some some places are perhaps quicker uh, to get permitted than parts of Africa, but that's not necessarily sustainable. You know, you often have protests and you know items like that. And, you know, some of the taxes and 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 you know the <clears throat> the taxes paid to to the to the governments don't always get where they're supposed to go. Perhaps whereas in in Finland, you know, we have a high degree of confidence. Uh, it might take a few years to to get something permitted and and up and running. But you have confidence, um, you know that it's that it's going to go smooth and the money's going to go where it's supposed to go.
0: And in terms of obviously the country and their infrastructure and accessibility, just wondering if you can comment comment about that. Uh, obviously around some of the um, assets that you have.
1: Yeah, we are in historic mining uh, jurisdiction, Middle Ostrobothnia, as I mentioned. Uh, the Salmi uh, copper base metal, a little bit of precious metals got, got produced there. That mine has been in production for many de- decades. It's uh, approaching the end of its mine life uh, now. Um, but you know, we haven't. There's infrastructure in place. There's access to ports. Uh, there's rail across Middle Ostrobothnia. We have road access to both of our projects. Um, generally, there's strong support for for mining in the region. Uh, there are some signs of you no know, conflicting uh, interests with with things like windmills recently. Uh, generally speaking, you know that those those areas are segregated. You know, if you have the mining jurisdictions or the mining areas, and then you know, on other parts of of the, of the other parts of Central Finland are you know focused more on the windmills. Uh, but yeah, generally, uh, yeah, we have strong. There's people around with mining backgrounds that worked worked at the mines. Uh, you know, we're we're encouraged and we hope to tap those that labour someday. Uh, you know, it's generally pro-mining uh, in central Finland. You no, know, down in Helsinki and southern Finland, you do have a little bit of anti-mining sentiment. Uh, but generally speaking, especially in the central and northern parts of the country, uh, you know, it's it's strong support and you know positive perception of of, of the mining sector.
0: Are you uh, planning to make any um, acquisitions using uh, North Gold's recent um, uh, IPO?
1: Yeah, so so any potential acquisitions we would like to fit into that to that um you know longer term aspiration of uh, possibly uh going into production in a toll milling arrangement uh, which perhaps could include a central processing facility with with perhaps uh, multiple satellite uh per- production uh, or production satellites so perhaps we could you know we would like to continue consolidating the belt uh with with potential production satellites that could be tied into a, a hub and spoke type uh, production scenario, we have a you know a free trading stock now that can be used as a currency to go out and buy assets. Uh, you know it's not our top priority right now or, or it's not a high priority. We, we feel we have our plate full uh, in exploring our, our two projects, uh, you know one of them being the Kamala trend, which is quite large, like I said with like a dozen prospects, so that we could go out and potentially drill. Uh, that being said, you know we're, we are keeping our eye open uh, on possible acquisitions in our our jurisdiction of focus. Uh, so you know, in Central Finland, Middle Ostrobothnia, uh, we have out- outlined a, a near term, medium term, and longer term goals. And you know, the near term goals, as I said, are exploration, growing resources, searching for new discoveries uh, over the next 18 months. Uh, beyond that, in the medium term, 2-3 years, we would like to you know, pivot to development and you know, possibly get uh, a toll milling arrangement for our flagship COPSA and start completing engineering studies and finalising the permitting that was uh, initiated on, on that. But it's got a conditionally approved mining concession area, uh, that you know, we could, we believe we could finalize on fa- fairly short order uh, before ultimately uh, po- perhaps moving into a production scenario. in, in, in say three to five years uh, would be the goal.
0: What are the sort of key risks uh, for North Gold, um, and how do you plan to sort of mitigate them?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> you know, technical risk uh, is all, all often front and center in mi- in mining. Uh, you know, we intend to follow standards such as National Instrument 43101 over in Canada. Uh, there's similar standards in Australia, but you know, we'd like to adhere to these. Um, you know, it involves having a qualified person sign off on resource estimates and things like that. You know, it involves completing stepwise engineering studies, uh, PEA through through to preliminary, sorry, preliminary economic assessment, through to pre-feasibility study, through to feasibility study. And we would intend to you know, follow that stepwise approach uh, to help de-risk our projects. We want to have confidence that the resources are there. We follow those resource estimate standards and we want to have confidence in the costs uh, that are associated with developing those. And, you know, that's de-risk through those stepwise uh, engineering studies.
0: Okay. And concluding, um, what's the outlook for for the rest of this year
1: for Northgold? Yeah, we're we're kicking off... um, Drilling core drilling in May. Uh, So, we hope to drill about 5,000 meters. Most of which will be at our flagship COPSA, uh, some of which uh, will be focused on earlier stage targets um, over at our Kamala Trend project. Uh, That's, you know, that's being supported by IP surveys, um, which are being completed at at both projects. Um, The IP surveys at Copsa, for example, we're expanding the area. We're going to cut some deeper profiles. Uh, the, the project, the previous project in 2013, had been a, an open pit. Uh, it's, it's an op- open pit just under a one gram per ton uh, gold equivalent, uh, with an extremely low strip ratio of you know 0.63 to one um, in the 2013 PEA. But there had been very little drilling done at depth there. So you know we, we would. Perhaps look at some deeper targets, see if there's any possibility for uh, an open pit to an underground hybrid uh, type type mine there, uh, which had been the case uh, at the Kittila mine in northern Finland. You know it starts out as open pit and is quite common uh, for for these open pit projects. You make your discovery near your surface, uh, you, you know drill it out a little bit and maybe in an open pit deposit. And then if you can find that higher grade, more discreet, uh, zone, you know, near the base of that open pit deposit, that, that can lead to long life, high grade mining. Um, so th- those are some of the things we're looking at uh, with our drilling that that we're doing uh, this coming year. Uh, we plan to drill at least another five thousand meters uh, next year, also in 2023, um, and that would be also at Copsa uh, and, and maybe a little bit more so at Kamala Trend. Um, but, but those plans uh, aren't worked out yet. Yeah,
0: Mitch, really appreciate your time uh, and give us an overview of uh, North Gold. Um, looks like, you know, obviously, exciting prospects. Um, as you mentioned, um, Finland as a jurisdiction is ranked third by the, the Fraser Institute. So there's certainly a lot of scope to, um, to obviously develop more assets there and obviously wish you well with the assets that you have. If our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've got any questions, um, how can I go about doing that? And are you across any social media platforms where obviously you release your news feed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I encourage folks to reach out to me. Please pass on my contact details. Our website is www.northgoldab.com. My email, I can be reached at ir@northgoldab.com. And I encourage folks to reach out to me. I have a presence on LinkedIn in terms of social media. Uh, so you can find a uh, North Gold page or, or my own page there.
0: Okay. We, we can include all those in the, the show notes accompanying this podcast anyway. So, uh, yeah, appreciate your time, Mitch, and wish you all the, all the best uh, for the remainder of this year. And obviously, if you want to come onto the podcast later on in the year or even next year and give us an update, then uh, you're more than welcome.
1: Sure thing. Thanks,
0: Rob. No worries. And for those that are listening, um, appreciate your continued support. Um again, I'd like you uh, if you can share this episode amongst others in the industry, wherever you are. Uh, obviously, this is a little bit more Scandinavian focus. So if you know anyone in Scandinavia or even um, in Canada or even the UK and even in Australia, appreciate your continued support. Appreciate you sharing this episode, spreading the word um, so more people can get access to this episode and obviously other episodes in the in the, the podcast series, so um, it can educate others in the industry. So until next time, happy mining! Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining! Helping each other to improve the mining industry.